It's time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. It is the Newsmax Daily. My name is Rob Carson. Hello. You know, only 2021 would make you uh, nostalgic for 2020. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the show. Um, still a little bit congested going on here, and I apologize. I have been sick for a month and a half. And I went to New York, and I came back, and now I've got this. So I'm going to go get tested for the Rona today. And I work at home. Don't worry. Nobody's going to die. A friend of mine who's uh, not a nationally syndicated radio program had been uh, double jabbed, and he has corona right now. He's doing the show from his house. But I'm just out of a, an abundance of caution in the fact that we are hosting a Christmas party this weekend. Uh, I am going to go get tested today. But the voice has been affected on and off for the last month and a half, and it's just, ah, I apologize if it sounds a little congesty, whatever. Uh, hopefully the, uh, the content will more than make up for the, uh, the quality of the voice. So I want to get to the uh, politicization of the weather by the left. I want to get to the ungodly inflation that's happening in this country and hurting so many people right around Christmas time. And also, by the way, Britain has reported the world's first confirmed death from the heavily mutated Omicron variant. Everybody panic! One person has died. Meanwhile, tens of thousands of people around the world have died because of other stuff. But the world's first confirmed death from Omicron has been officially discovered in Great Britain. Thank God that Joe Biden stopped immigration or travel from those seven, I'll just go ahead and say it, those seven African-American countries. You know, if uh, Donald Trump uh, is going to ban Muslims, supposedly, then uh, Joe Biden hates black people. And because of this Omicron variant that has killed one person in the world of six billion people, he has uh, banned travel from seven black countries because he hates black people there you go oh i want to mention something christmas is a glorious thing i love christmas i love thanksgiving i love the season i used to say that the uh, nfl season and christmas the worst things about them is that they end that they end and last night I'm hanging out with my wife and and, and saturday night we we're hanging out together and she goes i'm gonna go watch the sex in the city reboot and I said, have fun in the other room. I will not, I don't even want to catch a second of it. I guess I'm afraid if I watch more than a minute, I'll start menstruating. And then I'll, then I'll start swimming for the UPenn swimming team, the women's team. So I didn't have to watch that. Well, last night she made up for it all. She made, my wife made up for it all. Ladies and gentlemen, I am going to make you jealous. Because last night... I'm in the house, I'm hanging out, and my wife says, hey, why don't we watch a Christmas movie tonight? And I'm thinking she's going to want to watch Love Actually, Dear God in Heaven. Uh, that's one of those movies, I, I don't just pray for sleep, I pray for death. Um, but no, she goes, I, well, you know, it's a wonderful life. You, know, you just saw Elf the other, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just saw Scrooge, the yeah, yeah, yeah. You've already seen the 1984 version of Christmas Carol with George C. Scott, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, what is it? Hey, I got an idea. I said, what, what, what? I'm, I'm crossing my fingers. I'm going, oh, God, please don't let it suck. And she goes, how about Die Hard? Whoa! We watch Die Hard. The debate about Die Hard being a Christmas movie is officially over. My wife said she wanted to watch a Christmas movie, and she chose the greatest action movie ever recorded with the greatest movie villain, 
and action hero in the history of movies. We watched Die Hard as a Christmas movie. <sighs> it is a marvelous movie. And it starts off with, with Christmas in Hollis by Run DMC in the limousine. And it wraps up with DeJoy in the limousine. Oh, my. What a glorious, glorious Christmas movie. It is. <laughs> New survey shows 53% of registered voters uh, see uh, the entire Biden agenda as big government socialism. Do you know why? Because it's big government socialism. That's why. The new ScottRasmussen.com poll shows that just 23% of respondents disagree with that characterization because they're stupid and uninformed. They also said less than half of Democrat politicians and activists, just 37%, appear more interested in economic than cultural issues. Because you can't change the country fundamentally unless you go after this, these social issues. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Left wing. But things are bad. Things are bad. They really are. It's, it's very much like Carter. Here's a report this weekend from, uh, what is it? Uh, oh, um, I think it's ABC. ABC. Um, so it's got to be credible, right? Uh, people are suffering, but unfortunately, Joe Biden is completely tone deaf and dumb. Tonight, Americans crushed under the highest inflation levels in nearly four decades. The price of almost everything is going up, and it's going up very quickly. Consumer prices last month surging nearly 7% compared to one year ago, the fastest pace since 1982. Now, when the uh, Colonial Pipeline was shut down because of hackers and we had uh, gas lines, okay, very Jimmy Carter-esque, okay, and then you got this, this is uh, inflation out of control, uh, very Jimmy Carter-esque, all we need now is 21% interest on home loans. That's all we need. And we are back to the good old days of Jimmy Carter back in 1976 or so. The amazing thing is it was all self-inflicted. It was all self-inflicted, every single bit of it. And the president of the United States, he is blaming it on everybody but himself, as he did with the Afghan withdrawal, as he's done with everything. Here is uh, Joe Biden um, uh, saying that Americans blame him for the inflation crisis because it's hard for us to think about, apparently. It's not going to increase inflation, it'll diminish inflation. It has a negative... He's talking about his big build back butter thingy. ...impact on inflation. Not a, it doesn't raise inflation. But that's hard for people to think about right now. Because inflation is up and there's a direct correlation in most people's mind. Well, why is inflation? Well, government's spending money. Yeah, that's, that's, he's got that right. Well, that's not the reason for the inflation. No, it actually is. The reason for the inflation is that we have a supply chain problem that is really severe and is causing a significant increase in prices. And by the way, there's the same supply chain issues in countries like Japan, and none of those countries that are experiencing the supply chain issues are experiencing inflation like the United States is. And you want to hear another thing? Joe Biden went to the West Coast over a month ago and said he'd fix the supply chain issues, and you know what they did? You know what they did? They just moved half of the ships 100 miles offshore versus 50 miles offshore so they can claim that there are uh, fewer ships waiting to be at port. That's going on right now. Okay, That's really happening right now. Again, this is all self-inflicted. Self-inflicted. And here he is riding it off. He goes, you know, not everybody's looking for a used car. 
uh, you know, inflation isn't a big deal. The downside is prices have gone up because of supply chain concerns. We've worked us hard on the supply chain concerns. I think you're going to see. And you made it worse. You've already begun to see, and you're going to see over the next couple months, oil prices, gas prices of gas pump come down. You know, the five cents a gallon after going up dollar twenty-five. Biggest one, one, one of the, a third of the increase in inflation is used automobiles. Um, so I mean, it is a real problem. But the point is, oh, this man is such a tool. Not everybody's a big tool. He's looking for a used automobile, but those who are, they're paying higher prices because there's fewer of them because of the COVID and what was. And the COVID, 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 and all that crap. <sighs> Does it help me? And by the way, I uh, I would like to buy a used car for my daughter. Um, not going to happen till the 17th birthday. We were going to try and do that at the 16th birthday. And what we're going to do, we, like my, my son, we bought the car, got a loan, and then he pays for it. So we're going to do that with the daughter, too. So uh, here is a Biden administration economist Lawrence Summers talking about how apparently this whole uh, uh, inflation thingy is going to be around for a while. Do you agree that over the short term, maybe not the longer term, the short term, the Build Back Better, as written right now, would be inflationary? I think it would raise the, I think the inflation rate would be slightly higher in 2022. If you believe what Biden is saying, I'll build back better. You're being played. Do and 2023 with the build back better than it would be with without the build back better. I think over the longer. What's the expression? It's no something Sherlock. No, no something. It's got, oh, it's, it'll come to me. Term there might be. Some, oh, it just came to me. Some effects that go that go uh, the other way, but I think over the next uh, couple of years, the. What economists say, ceteris paribus, other things equal, it would raise. Oh, it's just going to be around for a couple more years, as you know, there's nothing like that. Yeah, CBO director Philip Swagel says of the Brutter and the uh, Penn Wharton budget model has scored the 10 year cost about $4.6 trillion. Okay, so at least 94 people are dead from the uh, most powerful tornadoes. Uh, to hit Kentucky in a, a very long time. One of them was on the ground over 200 miles. Now, this is what Democrats do, and it's what's so disgusting, is when there is a mass shooting event, they immediately uh, start promoting gun control before the bodies have cooled. And uh, Joe Biden immediately went after climate change because he wants to pass his build back bullcrap agenda. And it's, it's a lie, and I'll explain that in a second. But here's your dear leader. Here's your dear leader making it about, about climate change and politics while people are still buried in rubble, dead. All that I know is that the intensity of the weather across the board has some impact as a consequence of the warming of the planet and the climate change. You're high. The specific impact on these specific storms, I can't say at this point. Re- yeah, because it would be a lie if you did say it was climate change. I'd be asking the EPA and others to take a look at that. But the fact is that uh, we all know everything is more intense when the climate is warming. Except for your brain activity. Not very intense right now. It's like an F1. And the F stands for fart. Everything. And obviously it has some impact here, but I can't give you a, a quantitative read on that. Yeah, because you don't know what the hell you're talking about. I think that's most of it. Here is the, uh, the uh, FEMA director, FEMA director. And she says that this is the new normal, the new normal. Now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you hear her, and then I'm going to give you some uh, statistics about tornadic activity. And uh, these guys are absolutely wrong, and they're liars. And they're propagandists. The governor of Kentucky called this the most devastating tornado event in his state's history. How unusual is it to see a storm this powerful this late in the year? 
You know, I think it's incredibly unusual. We do see. Yeah, yeah. Unusual things happen. Yeah. Uh, tornadoes in December, that part is not unusual. Um, but at this magnitude, I don't think we've ever seen one this late in the year, but it's also historic. Um, even this, the severity and the amount of time this tornado or these tornadoes spent on the ground is unprecedented. Oh, and scientists warn that extreme weather events such as this one will only happen more frequently as the climate continues to warm. Jake Tapper, dear God. Is your agency, is FEMA equipped to handle this new normal? When you're kissing butt like this, Jake, do you have to put like Burt's Bees, that wax stuff on your lips? Uh, this is going to be our be, new normal. they got to get pretty chapped. And uh, the, the effects that we're seeing from climate change are the crisis of our generation. Okay, whatever. Blah, 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 blah. Here's the truth. Here's the truth. And I, I live in Kansas, kids. I'm from the Midwest, been through tornadoes. It happens. It's been happening a long time. But the number of recorded tornadoes through December 11, 2021 is, in fact, close to a record low. I live in Kansas. Last year, this last tornado season, we didn't have a tornado season. We didn't have a tornado season in Kansas. Which is good news for Nancy Pelosi because no houses dropped on her. Local storm reports of damaging winds, 12,780 through December 11th, is also under the average 13,996 through the same period. As carbon emissions increased between 1954 and 2014, the actual number of tornadoes did not increase. In fact, it went down. The U.S. government's own data shows that tornadoes, for example, are becoming less common in the U.S. According to the data from the U.S. National Weather Service from 2000 to 2020, only four of the strongest category of tornadoes were observed EF5s in comparison from 1954 to 1974, 36. And I can attest to it because the last couple of years, no tornadoes in Kansas. I've been here for seven years. I moved from Washington, D.C. Zero zip nada. None. None, none. Uh, we got Cindy in Hereford on the phone. Hello there, Cindy, and welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Your thoughts on Biden and, uh, and climate change? Well, Merry Christmas, Rob. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, this is my favorite subject because there's so many flaws with the um, politicizing <laughs> of it. Yes. But this, I mean, even Southern Maryland has what's called a little tornado alley, you know, but, but yes. where you're living is like the big tornado alley. Um, it's barometric pressure. And, and what those two systems are doing and how they collide, that, that's the weather maker and that would be the climate maker. So I don't, I don't understand how taxing everybody's carbon use is going to affect <laughs> barometric pressure. I, I'm, I, I want somebody to explain that to me. Yeah. But the, the reason I called was because NASA had just came out, come out with a um, study when they looked at the CO2 in the atmosphere. Yeah. And they were interested in the results. During the COVID, when everybody was locked down, nobody was driving, you know, yeah, everybody's, yeah. you know, was low. So what they discovered was surprising. The CO2 emissions had gone down by about 5% or something. Yeah. But the natural CO2 continued to go up. And I don't think people understand there's a difference between a carbon dioxide emission 
and carbon dioxide natural. And the, mm-hmm. the politicians just sort of blend those two together, and they're very different. Well, it's a load of crap, um, and they've decided to make carbon the enemy. They needed something. It's not. Um, I, I, I don't believe that my breathing has changed at all since I was a kid. I'm not struggling for oxygen in any way, shape, or form. Are you, Cindy, are you struggling for oxygen right now because the, the uh, unbalance between uh, uh, oxygen and uh, carbon dioxide in the atmosphere? <laughs> you know, I, and the amount of carbon dioxide that's actually in the atmosphere is 0.04%. So it's like four pennies out of a dollar. And that's not just, you know, people think this law is like 60%. No, you'd all be dead. You'd all be dead if it was that high. Yes, yes, yes. So, We'd be living on Venus. I am a total science geek with regard to planets and whatnot, and uh, and we would be Venus. We would be Venus if that that is that's that is greenhouse people. That is yep. that is that is in your car windows rolled up on a hundred and fifteen degree day. That's what Venus is. That's right. And, <laughs> Listen, you know, and, and people the way that you know they think, well, I'm going to recycle. That's going to help everything. No, it's not. That's not doing oh, anything. Please. All that's please. doing is separating the trash that has diapers and yeah. food in it from stuff that can be shipped off someplace where it's going to be incinerated. That's all right. Cindy, I got to run. Thanks for the phone call. So I got a letter I'm going to share with you. A couple of people who listen to the show who survived the tornado in uh, Kentucky. A note from Bob and Janet in Kentucky. Uh, Janet and I and the rest of the family here on the ranch in Kentucky are safe. It's beyond unreal how we were surrounded by so such total destruction, injury, and loss of life all around us when we came through the tornadoes without even the slightest aftermath. It sounded like a train going over our roof while brick and cement structures were torn apart and freight trains were lifted off their tracks and Cars were thrown like tin cans. The lightweight plastic patio furniture on our porch wasn't even moved an inch. It all passed over us untouched. We look uh, around us in grateful disbelief and will never know or comprehend the how and why of this terrible force of nature. Be safe and well. Bob and Janet, um, back at you. When I was a kid, I lived in a town called Neola, Iowa, outside of uh, Omaha, Nebraska. And there was a tornado that uh, struck Minden, Iowa, just a few miles from our house. And I remember uh, the we were down in our cellar, and it, it ripped open the door to the, the cellar that my father built. And the, the tops of our trees in our house, uh, they were broken off, and that was it. And then, just a mile or two later, Minden was destroyed. There were tornadoes all the time, but they never uh, hit uh, cities. You know, they don't hit major cities. Part of that has to do with cities emitting heat. I hear that's part of it. But there's a lot of open space. If you fly over the country at night, you'll see, you know, it's mostly open space. And so tornadoes normally don't cause damage because they don't hit anything. You know, I I find ironic is that one tornadic event is a sign of climate change, according to the FEMA director and Joe Biden. And yet retail theft up 60% and thousands of instances of smash and grab is not a crime wave. It's just honestly, wow. Just just the Democrat Party has never been a force for good in its history. It never has. It's not like they were really good for a while. They've never been good. And they've always been wrong on everything. Just unbelievable. I mean, you look at that. The piles of debris and the people who were injured and killed and crushed by this tornado. And then they politicize it.
And another thing, I heard an ad this morning on the radio. It says while you're at the whatever, you know, the, the drugstore, getting your uh, COVID booster and your COVID shot and your COVID one and two and your booster, get your flu shot. Why would you get the flu shot? There were no cases of flu last year. Flu disappeared. There were no cases of flu. How in the hell is that possible? I was talking to Dr. Marty McCurry. I said to him, why were there no flu? He says, well, because people were wearing masks. I said, then why the hell were there COVID? God, we're being played here, people. And here's uh, Anthony Fauci. You know, you're going to have to get the booster, the two shots of the booster and the booster. And then it's going to be the booster, the booster into infinity. We talked about the advantages of the booster. Do, do we, should we be thinking about three shots now as the standard of care? Well, I certainly think, George, it's the optimal care. I mean, it's the optimal care. For official uh, requirements, it's still two shots of the mRNA and one shot of the J&J uh, for the official. Then there's the national, natural immunity, which costs nothing, so we don't uh, pay any attention to that. ...determination of what's required or not. But I think if you look at the data, the more and more it becomes... Will you just go back to the hollow tree and make cookies? ...clear that if you want to be optimally protected, you really should get a booster. And I think we'll be continuing to evaluate what the official designation is. But for now... Uh, what did you hear that dragging sound? Did you did you hear that? That was the goalpost being moved. If you want to be optimally protected, absolutely get a booster if you've already had your primary vaccination. And uh, of course, we will change our minds again in the future here. Yeah. From my friend Jim Gossett, Fauci Christmas. He wants everybody to be miserable. I say BS. I'm dreaming of a Fauci. Christmas. I'm going to have the best Christmas ever. Where everyone stays home alone. I'm going to watch Die Hard again tonight for crying out loud. Not allowed to gather. Cause the left would rather restrict your contact to the phone. It's about control. On the phone, be sure to wear a mask. I'm <laughs> dreaming of a COVID. With every stupid rule I write One person has died of the Omicron variant of COVID And that happened in Great Britain The home of the messy-haired moron Who just happens to be the uh, Prime Minister Dear God, what a tool Just, I mean, Boris Johnson What in the, who, how, why, what I mean, if you saw that guy on the street You'd be like, I'm walking the other side of the street it's just so one person in the entire world of six billion, almost seven billion people has died of the Omicron. And oh, I just got this from my friend Neil. You might want to sit down for this. In Washington, D.C., the seventh largest metro in the country, home to millions of people. Four people have tested positive with Omicron. And all have been vaccinated. Everybody panic. Everybody panic. And here's the uh, little elf in the hollow tree who decided to leave the hollow tree and not make cookies anymore so that he can ruin all of our lives. Wake up. We are going to get with the uh, AG of the uh, great state of Texas. One second. Here is uh, Merrick Garland, the corrupt attorney general of the United States, talking about uh, suing Texas over redistricting and, of course, throwing race into the matter. Uh, today, the Justice Department has filed suit against the state of Texas 
for violating Section 2. Nobody wants to stop black and brown people from voting. ...of the Voting Rights Act. Dear God. As the Supreme Court has observed, a core principle of our democracy is that, quote, voters should choose their representatives, not the other way around, close quote. Section 2 of the Voting Rights Act requires that state voting laws, including laws that draw electoral maps, provide... He's a historic figure, by the way. He's the first weasel uh, appointed attorney general. ...eligible voters with an equal opportunity to participate in the democratic process and elect representatives of their choosing. The complaint we filed today... Here it is. Here's the race card. ...alleges that Texas has violated Section 2 by creating redistricting plans that deny or abridge the rights of Latino and black voters to vote on account of their race. Okay, so uh, Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton joins us on the phone. Hello, sir, and welcome. I will say uh, Merry Christmas. And I'm going to go ahead and say Feliz Navidad because I don't think you hate black and brown people. No, Feliz Navidad, <laughs> Merry Christmas. Yes, absolutely. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm glad we're in this great time of the year. I, I, you know, you've been challenged with regard to election reform law in the state of Texas, and this is just the latest despicable attempt by the Obama, or by, well, I say it like it is, the Obama-Biden administration, the branded administration, with regard to uh, corrupting the election and using the race card. Uh, what's your reaction to what's going on, by the way? So this is deja vu all over again. We had this 10 years ago under the Obama administration. We had to fight them for eight years. Their real goal, they always hide it under the race card. But the reality is they want to control our elections. They want Texas to turn blue, and they'll do everything they can to, to make that happen, including suing us over this, just like they did 10 years ago. So we'll go through the process, and in the end we'll win because the Texas legislature has the right to draw the maps the way their voters have, have elected them to, to put those maps together. This is not something that the Biden administration should have control over, which is what they want. Do you think maybe the uh, the sheen is coming off of this with regard to calling everybody uh, racist, uh, calling everybody someone who hates black or brown people? Do you think this is finally sinking in? Because i got to tell you, I think we're around the same age, and I think we were the first generation to not care about race, and they're trying to make it like it's 1853 or 1968 all over again. Do you think people are maybe just tired of this nonsense? Yeah, look, I think people realize that just because the Biden administration disagrees with us doesn't mean it's about race. They try to pull that card in, in any disagreement. And I think the American people are smart enough to realize, at least generally, that that's just not true. Reading your Twitter feed, you've got a lot of things uh, going on here, including a letter uh, uh, regarding uh, child abuse through gender reassignment and puberty blockers. Sir, as a parent, I am absolutely astounded and, and just honestly there's no reason why this is happening. Tell us what this is all about. Yeah, so I, I clearly think this is child abuse. Uh, there's no doubt it's happening all over the country. Um, I don't know that the, the legislature has, has addressed this, but I certainly think we are going to be involved in, in trying to deal with this issue because it's clearly wrong and it's clearly child abuse. It is. Honestly, it's insanity. It's it's insanity. And, and I don't know if you've heard the story. Do you hear this? This guy, uh, a transgender University of Pennsylvania swimmer, 22 years old, who competed as a man, smashed two U.S. women's records in weekend competition, finishes one uh, race 38 seconds ahead of her nearest rival. This is an absolute joke. And that women are being, this is abuse. This is ridiculous. 
Uh, I would have never thought, because I was always just a mediocre athlete in high school, I would have never thought, you know, I'm going to play for the girls' team and see if I do better. What are your thoughts on this? And I, I really think, honestly, I think the corner is turning on this. Look, I don't even, it's hard for me to believe that this is even an issue, that uh, men competing as women is somehow <laughs> legitimate, and that even men would want to compete against women. Um, we're obviously built differently, and to, to have a legitimate win, why would you want to even do that? Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, let's talk about, I know you're fighting the fight against uh, federal vaccine mandates. Um, right now, I'm in New York City, by the way, where this dim-witted mayor, uh, Bill de Blasio, has instated uh, vaccine passports for children, among other things. How's the battle going on this? Yeah, I think we're winning it. Uh, I do, too. We got a national, we got a national uh, stay as it relates to OSHA, requiring employers over 100 to, to vaccinate their employers or, or lose their jobs. There was a, a court that uh, in Georgia that just cited on, on the federal contractor issue so that no longer can federal contractors be forced to have their employees get a vaccine or lose their jobs. Uh, we're winning all over because the president doesn't have the authority to do this under the Constitution, and OSHA has no statutory authority from Congress to do this, and so it's it's completely illegal. I think, and I and I believe this truly, that the oligarchs of America uh, tasted what uh, power they could uh, achieve last year. They got people to stop going to church, and now now big pharma is a part of this. And now they're realizing that they are pulling the levers of billions and billions of dollars and enriching people. And the great thing is they can go to Merck or they can go to Pfizer and pay them billions and billions and billions of dollars and then mandate the stuff. And if you don't abide by the mandate, then you get fined. Uh, it is, it's an amazing circle of corruption like I've never seen before. Your thoughts? No, I couldn't agree with you more. And, and I think the American people are, are, are waking up to this. <laughs> They're not going to put up with it. And I think that's one of the reasons we're, we're having such success, both sort of on a public relations standpoint and uh, on the legal standpoint, because the American people understand this is wrong. And, it, and the reality is, if the federal government can order you to get a vaccine or lose your job, there's nothing they can't have, have you do or order you to do. Yeah, very good, very good, sir. All right, well, uh, before we go, uh, anything that you are hoping for for Christmas this year? You know what? Just a little more freedom in America and an Biden administration that gets pushed back from demand that we either do what they say or we get punished. Uh, you know, the next time I go to the mall, I will tell Santa that you want that. That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, make sure to check out your Twitter feed is uh, is always terrific. Uh, Attorney General Ken Paxton. Uh, where else can people find you? Should we just go to uh, to the uh, the Twitter feed, sir? Yeah, and then also KenPaxton.com. KenPaxton.com. Have a Merry Christmas, sir. Feliz Navidad and all of that stuff. And I hope we'll have you on again soon. That sounds great. Thanks, Rob. Have a great right. day. You bet, you bet, you bet. Ken Paxton, Texas Attorney General, is uh, just fantastic. Thank you for joining me today, guys. Please share this uh, podcast with other people. Just go to NewsmaxTV.com slash podcast for all of the digital platforms where it is available. If you would, please um, share that with other folks. Also, uh, this weekend, my TV show is on. Donald Trump thinks I'm the funniest person on television, although it's really hard to be funny lately. <laughs> it really is. God bless our first responders. God bless our military veterans and departed. 
God bless our first responders. God bless you. Yeah, you too. You too. And until tomorrow, don't catch the stupid. Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com. Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.